good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it managing to keep you from being tossed about by every wind of doctrine that's out there today? I think with the coming of the internet, there has this has been an unprecedented time of temptation to be led astray because doctrines that are false, teachings that are heretical, uh, are able to find traction all over the world today. People with a computer can access it and they can be duped very easily into, into being uh, swayed into false teaching. Today is Theology Thursday. I will pause and do this from time to time, but I'm going to be looking at another heresy of the day today, uh, and, and, and I think it's one that's in keeping with our celebration of, of the uh, Reformation week this last week in the last week of podcasting. And so I wanted to take some time to deal with this today because part of the responsibility of a shepherd of God's uh, flock is to warn the sheep against those that are wolves in sheep's clothing that are out there to try to uh, uh, get a following after themselves, to try to create a cult-like group around themselves. And it always, it always begins by the twisting of Scripture itself. So today is Theology Thursday, and we're going to be looking at the heresy of the day. And the name of the heresy and the false teaching is called Socinianism. And you may or may not be familiar with that terminology, but it actually came about about the same time that uh, just shortly after the ministry of Martin Luther in, in the Protestant Reformation. So I think this is interesting that as the gospel became clear to people through the rediscovery of the gospel by Martin Luther in the book of Romans, that it wasn't long after that, and you continued to have heretical movements that raised their ugly heads. Um, today, we're talking about Socinianism. It is actually a, a group of heterodox versus orthodox beliefs. Orthodox meaning, of course, that are correct and right according to the scripture. Heterodox means of another type. Heterodox beliefs uh, the Socinianism is actually named after an uncle and nephew team of Lelio and Fausto Sozini. Sounds like a family, doesn't it? The mafia. But uh, they lived during the 16th and 17th centuries, uh, particularly the older Italian humanist Lelio Sozini. And later it was promoted by uh, I said, I think I said his nephew, I mean his cousin, Fausto Sozini. Well, in modern times, Socinianism has been referred to as Salanthropism. Uh, that is a view that uh, teaches that Jesus was merely a human. It comes from a Greek word that means merely or only, uh, silo, and anthropos meaning man or human being. So siloanthropism is a man or a human, of a view rejected by the early church and first council of Nicaea, in fact. But Socinians held to really a rationalistic approach to scripture, which is not unlike what many rock star theologians uh, that you would find on the internet, some of them are even popular among reformed circles and things of that nature, in their approach to the to scripture and faith, what we believe. Now, let me just let me let me clarify things. This rationalistic approach to the Bible uh, is a is a philosophical approach when it comes to Bible doctrine. That means this: 
that all religious matters, that all religious belief, that all the things that we hold faith, uh, uh, through faith must be fully reconcilable with human reason. And that theological matters that pertain to the nature of God cannot be beyond the finite understanding of the human mind. In other words, Socinianism holds that you can't, anything that you would teach about God, that can't be true if you can't wrap your mind around it and understand it as a human being. I don't know about you, but that sounds kind of ridiculous to me because if I could explain everything that's true about God, if I could literally understand everything about the character of God in terms of things like his omniscience, how he knows all things, his omnipresence where he is everywhere, if I could really understand that and wrap my mind around the immensity, the 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 uh, huge character of the nature of God, then I would have to be God. That actually contradicts the Bible, which affirms the supernatural essence of God and, and the impossibility of my little puny, finite mind fully comprehending the infinite. But Mr. Sozini and his nephew or his cousin uh, taught this belief that you, it, uh, a statement cannot be true about God if I'm not able to completely understand it with my mind. But you know, the Bible tells us in, Hebrew, in Job chapter 9, verse 10, that God is one who does great things beyond searching out and marvelous things beyond number. He goes on in the book of Romans chapter 11, verse 33, Oh, the depth of the riches and wisdom and the knowledge of God! How unsearchable are His judgments and how inscrutable His ways! Isaiah talked about this in Isaiah 55, where God literally says, Hey, my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, oh my, this is a great statement about the character of God. Um, I am amazed at the, the, the ignorance and the utter pride of a human being who would assert that God has to be entirely understandable by my own finite mind. Socinianism, the Socinians rejected the historic orthodox beliefs concerning the nature of God, particularly his omniscience. Uh, they rejected the doctrine of the Trinity. They believed in Unitarianism. Uh, their beliefs are sometimes represented in movements even out there today, such as Oneness Pentecostal movement and some of the others that would reject the Trinity. Uh, they rejected the divinity of Jesus Christ. 1574, they put out an article. And in 1605, they put it out again. Um, they, they held to the view that the Son of God didn't exist until he was born in a manger, born as a man. The Bible, however, makes it clear that Jesus was the pre-existing second person of the Trinity. John 1, 1, in the in beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 17, verse 5, and now, Father, Jesus is saying, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed, and so on. So Sinians also developed one of the earliest forms of false 
understanding of God known today as what's called open theism. Now, what is open theism, you might ask? And in a nutshell is that these people teach that God only knew what will come to pass, but he didn't know how they got there. He didn't know the contingent truths or what might possibly come to pass. Um, In other words, that's contrary to scripture. They taught that God cannot know the future definitely because he could not know what choices that humanity would make. But that is all absolutely false. Uh, the scripture regularly asserts that, for instance, Psalm thirty-three, eleven: the counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. Isaiah 14, 24, the Lord of hosts has sworn, as I have planned, so shall it be, and as I have purposed, so it shall stand. Um, this asserts God's sovereignty over all events. And then last, let me suggest to you, Socinianism rejects the propitiatory view of the atonement. In other words, the Bible's teaching is that the sacrifice of Jesus Christ fully satisfied God's wrath towards sinful people. Isaiah 53 talks about that, that famous passage. It was the will of God to crush his son on the cross, to put him to grief, you remember. Uh, He said there, when his soul makes an offering for guilt, He will see his offspring and he'll prolong his days and the will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Um, The word of God talks about the atonement all the time. That's a central focus of the Bible itself. So the theory that Christ bore the sins of his people on the cross um, is a little bit different with Socinianism because they believed in what was called the example theory of the atonement the theory that Jesus bore the sins of his people on the cross, but only in the sense that his sacrifice served to encourage us to abandon our sins. Now, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, It is is something that was written against constantly back after just post-Reformation era. Uh, That's an unscriptural view that Christ uh, only became sin and a curse for his people in the sense that he sacrificed himself just to motivate people to repent and believe. What good does that do? The scriptures teach that Jesus' sacrifice was a perfect guilt offering for the sins of his people. It's the only way that God could justify the ungodly, Romans 3 says. In other words, the Socinians were really in left field in believing that Christ came not to save his people from their sins, but to make them savable, and the rest is up to them. Uh, that's nothing more than just works-based salvation. So it's another one. So Sinianism is another one of those Unitarian theological belief systems that's irreconcilable with what the Bible teaches and ought to be rejected. We've got to be careful of it today because it raises its head, its ugly head from time to time, because there are little glimmers of that in other movements that are around the world. Uh, some people who are trying to limit God, uh, mainly due to their disregard for the teaching of Socinianism, this is another thing, rejected the teaching of a literal Adam and Eve, uh, and that there was no original sin, that when they sinned, it didn't matter and it didn't affect the rest of us. 
So there are so many things that uh, are problematic with this heresy of the day. Uh, it's not wide, widely represented in, in a lot of modern movements today, but traces of it can be seen in other movements, uh, Church of God, General Conference, the Church of the Blessed Hope holds on to some of that, as well as a group called the Christadelphians. If you've never heard of them, I might have to deal with them at some point. But these are uh, groups that have some vestiges of it. There are even some Socinianist uh, tendencies in modern old earth uh, uh, creationist, uh, such as Tim Keller and, and, and some others that would hold on to the old age theory of the earth, uh, mainly because Tim Keller and other individuals like him would reject a literal Adam and Eve or disregard it at the most, uh, at the least. And so uh, this is a movement we need to watch out for and be aware of and steer clear of. The heresy of the day, Socinianism, we reject it for the Word of God as our final authority. God bless.